0: It's time to start the week. It's the fiercely successful podcast. What's up, crew? Paul Artali here, your host. I'm ready to get into it this week. We are talking about Zoom. Shout out to Michael Ramirez C. with uh, this week's generic stock music intro, which is called The Mafia. Eh, definitely not a Sicilian Mafia, which is my heritage. Well, Sicilian, not to much The Mafia. But, uh, Excited to be talking about something this week. I don't know if I'm excited to be talking about something this week, but this week we're talking about strategies to help you deal with Zoom, right? How do you beat Zoom fatigue? Now, normally Zoom and dealing with technological issues is not a topic I would normally discuss, but here's here's the thing. Zoom is kind of running our lives. That is our way of interacting with people, both personally and professionally. and you know, I, I have nine ways here to basically beat Zoom fatigue. Normally, I do threes because, you know, the book says you got to have three. We all think of threes. But this week, we're going to talk about nine different considerations for you, nine things you need to do to help beat Zoom fatigue and have a happy life and everything that's good about that. But before I share those nine strategies, one I Tell you about a, a cool little thing I'm doing. Now, one of the things that I've always wanted to do, and I will be launching in early 2020, is a online uh, community, work-life balance community, and a course that goes with it. And uh, I'm really excited to be doing this. I was thinking about doing this pre-COVID, and now I've finally gotten to the point where I'm getting really close to launching. But one of my final steps before I launch this course and community that goes with it is to really think about, or is to is to interview um, folks who are struggling with work life balance. All right, struggling with work life balance. What do I mean by work life balance? You're talking about. Are you struggling with maybe feeling burnt out? Overloaded at work? Is it about managing your time? Is it about competing priorities between your personal and professional lives? Right? Are you stuck? Right? Maybe you want to start a new career. Maybe you want to go into a new job. Maybe you just want to do that thing that you've always wanted to do with your life, which is the whole reason you're tuning into this podcast because you want to start living life on your terms. If that any of that resonates with you, or even just, of course, the generic term work-life balance, then please consider sitting down for a one-on-one interview with me. I ask you questions, you give me answers. This will help me develop a curriculum and a community that will be very vibrant, a curriculum and a community that meets your needs and is going to be fun too. So if you give me about an hour of your time, I would be extremely, extremely grateful. If you're interested, please see the link in this description or go to paulartali.com forward slash interview. Once again, that's paulartali.com forward slash interview and uh we'll we'll set this up um and it's uh paulartale spelled p-a-u-l-a-r-t-a-l-e forward slash interview all right that is the shameless plug of the day i feel like we should have some theme music for that it's like it's the shameless plug of the day um hey we all do it um so here here we go talking about zoom right how do we beat zoom fatigue well here are some of the nine Strategies I, I'm thinking about here, and and I think this is this this is helpful. This is something I actually try and employ I employ in my daily life uh, on many levels. And so here here is number one most, but maybe if, if nothing else, really, I want you to listen to this one: is do you even need Zoom? Right? Like, is Zoom a thing? And by that I mean, do you need to have a Zoom meeting? Right? Like, is it a thing? I feel like now. Zoom is beca- has Zoom replaced in your company, especially for those in the working world, or even like, you know, I have meetings with all sorts of people all the time. Um, you know, I, I think in, in face-to-face interactions, people like to have meetings, right? Like those committee meetings used to drive me crazy when I used to work in, you know, in, in higher ed. And, and sometimes it just felt like the meetings happened so that we could meet and say we had a meeting and then schedule more meetings. And sometimes those more meetings also turned into subcommittee meetings, which meant more, more meetings. So I say all that because I feel like, In the Zoom world, we're kind of replicating that, right? We're trying to sometimes mirror what was going on in the face-to-face world, or because there's a distrust of what's going on for those that are working from home, we feel like if we people are like rammed with Zoom calls all day, then that's productivity. And really, it's not it, it can be it causes misery. It's it's not what you want. So, first question in terms of managing your Zoom life is do you even need a meeting? And I'm really speaking to those who have if you have control of your schedule in any way, right? You're a manager, maybe you're not, but you have maybe some committee work that you lead. anytime that you have the capacity to say, "Let's let's get a doodle poll out so we can schedule a Zoom," um, if that's the case, then I want you to think about: Do you even need a Zoom? There are other ways to get the information done. And if you, the answer is yes. Does the Zoom need to occur at the frequency that? you want it or that you are planning it to do because that is another question that is not in my initial initial bullet points by the way so consider that bonus content but do you even need a zoom and if the answer is yes does it have to be weekly monthly whatever it is can you get away with meetings because let's face it the other thing that happens is like half the people don't always show up to the zoom meeting or sometimes um you know you're like oh we don't have enough time we haven't had enough time lapse between these two meetings so we don't really have anything to report so think about that number two shorten meetings and give back time let's talk about the first one shorten meetings okay Here, here's my rule and this is my rule for meetings in general but i think in the zoom era where we get so inundated with requests to meet digitally right now you know, what I want to th- you to think about is is if you're scheduling an hour, I say always whatever your meeting length is, like chop 20 to 25% of it off, right? So if you're meeting for an hour, shorten it to 40 or 45 minutes, make it a tighter meeting, make it a more efficient meeting. 30 minutes, heck, let's make it a 20 minute meeting. Let's just, let's lop off a third, whatever it is. But think about just shorting shortening the time frame of the meeting, because that will not only make the meeting more efficient, but it'll allow people to get in and out of the meeting a lot quicker and that will give time to them and here's the other point and I've had this happen and i ever uh my wife talked to me about this the other day it happened in her work was that the meeting gets done early and then some people try and fill the time don't do that just give the time back to the people and say hey great job we're done in 30 minutes instead of 60 let's not do an icebreaker let's not do you know, more conversation, chit-chat, oh, how you doing? We don't need to be doing that as a collective group. I'm going to give you the time back. And if you want to have a social call, which is not a bad thing, say, hey, everyone's free to go. I'm going to stick around. I just watched the latest episode of whatever show, fill in the blank. I was going to say Tiger King, but that's like so beginning of pandemic. And I don't even know what's hot right now. I'm waiting for Cobra Kai to come out. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, give the time back to people because it's really important. Again, if you're in the meeting facilitator role or a management role, giving that time back is so crucial. Okay. Number three, build breaks in between your Zoom meetings. Okay. This one's important because Most of us have some level of schedule control and what you need to avoid to do is just back to back, to back, to back, to back, to back, back, zoom meetings. Don't do that. Put some buffers in your, in your calendar, right? The calendar is your friend. So please put, you know, 15 minute blocks in between meetings or block off certain times where, you know, you want some time for yourself or time, you know, to like, God forbid, do work, answer emails, whatever it is you do. Right? So. Build time in between Zoom meetings so you're not going from one virtual Zoom meeting to the other. It, it, the best you can with that, I would say. You know, especially if your if your calendar has kind of is empty and then it magically fills up after a couple of days you know the, f- the minute you get that first zoom meeting on man get in that calendar put in a 15 20 minute 30 minute buffer build your lunch in there build those breaks in between the zooms to give you time to mentally recuperate and allow you to leave the computer okay so that that's number three number four just say no you ain't got to go to everything not gonna lie i mean listen um Know that you're 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 getting this from someone who's can be a rebel, especially when I was in the working world. And you don't need to go to everything. And you know if it's optional, then leave it optional and opt out. Um, you don't have to go to everything. You don't have to. You know, should we get a Zoom meeting for that? Listen, if you know in your heart you can be done in an email, then find a nice way to say that and say, you know what, I don't think a Zoom meeting is necessary. You know why? Because this policy is in place, or you know why? Because we know this has already been set in motion. You figure out the excuse. But in other words, it's okay to say no. And maybe if the no is not to the Zoom meeting, again, remember point number one about frequency. We talked about frequency, say, you know what? We should meet, but let's make that a monthly meeting, not a weekly meeting or a biweekly meeting. I mean, get in there and get used to saying no uh, to those, those commitments that are, just not optimal uses of your time. And again, if you have the option of not going and it's not, you're not you ain't really feeling it, don't go. I'm giving you permission to not go. If it's a meeting that's dragging on and maybe not meeting your expectations, leave it. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm probably not popular for saying that, but you know, if there's a time to leave, um, especially if it's it, it's something that's not like directly part of your your portfolio leave it leave early pretend the internet cut out whatever you can get away with that but i'm not I'm, I'm not advocating for you cheating but i'm just saying find ways to get out of it um go do something else um you just you don't need to stick around so a little controversial love to hear your thoughts on that part uh number f- what am i at number five right um so pick i have this is called pick one all right, what do I mean by that? Sometimes multiple Zoom meetings will be scheduled and they overlap. And I've seen this with folks, right? They they go in a given hour, let's say from 2 to 3 p.m., they've got three different Zoom meetings. And so from like, you know, the first 15 minutes to try to go to meeting one and then they say, okay, I got to leave this meeting early to go to meeting two. And then I got to go to meeting three in the last third of the hour. And they're doing nobody a service for the most part. Uh, you know, you're not really contributing while you're there, you're hopping out, which means that you're, you know, you're kind of disrupting the meeting in in some respects. And, and realistically, if if you have three on the calendar, in almost every case, some of those meetings aren't necessary. Again, remember, just say no, that was, you know, we, we talked about that uh, in, the, in the last point. And do you even need a zoom, which was the first point, right? Do you need a zoom, say no, you know, choose one of the three or two or whatever it is, and just move on with it. Because I think, um, it's just, it's just stressful. I mean, it's like, we've creating like these digital commuter zones for ourselves that we don't need to, right? What I mean is like, in the working world, you'd be going, oh, I got three meetings, I'm gonna try and make them all, which by the way, was bad practice when people, I, that would drive me crazy. People walk into meetings late. Oh, sorry, coming from another meeting. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. You're busy, but like, you're not doing any, most of the time, you're not doing any good. There's very few exceptions. Maybe if you have to present at two different meetings, that's probably the only time where you're going to be frazzled. But you know, you can't do it all. Um, that's why we have notes and minutes that y- you can read about afterwards. So stop trying to like create a commute, a digital version of the commute where you're running from one side of the building to the other or one, one, one location in the city to the other. Just stick with one because it will be less hectic and a little less awkward when you get there. All right. Number six, um, have a phone call instead. Seriously, especially for, for small groups, like two or three people or one-to-one, I think part of the Zoom fatigue is that we, we're, we're constantly staring at a screen. And I like one on personally, I like one-on-one Zooms or even like small Zooms because they're more personal, they're more relaxed, they don't feel like meetings. And I do a lot of my coaching on Zoom. So, um, But I'll tell you that if you feel like you've been staring at the monitor too much, then consider not just turning the camera off, which is, you know, better than nothing. But honestly, stop, uh, just say, hey, can we do this as a call instead? Like use the phone for its intended purpose or its original purpose, I should say, which was to call people. Get on a quick audio call. Number one, it might actually be quicker than the video call, but just hear the voice. And honestly, the reason is it's just a change of pace. It changes things uh, mentally for you so that if you've, you know, if you've got a, a Zoom, let's say you got three meetings, you know, 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12. And from 9 to 10, you're in a Zoom. And then from 11 to 12, you're, you're in a Zoom. Then maybe from 10 to 11, instead of having that Zoom, make it a phone call. It breaks up the energy. It breaks up your your day and how that day is conducted. And there's a lot of value in that. And so really think about making it a, a phone call versus a Zoom because what's stressful about Zoom is that um, – you're, you're constantly kind of feel like you're being watched or you feel like you're feel you're being watching me. I, you know, it's just a weird thing because to make eye contact on zoom, you actually have to look at the camera, which means you're not actually looking at anyone. I mean, it's all these. And so you this idea of your, you're constantly just sort of battling these screens. So use the phone. It's a good thing. Make Alexander Graham Bell, a happy person. If he was still around, but his spirit is, and he would, his spirit will be happy. All right. Number seven activities, instead of lectures. So a lot of zoom meetings are informational, I get it, you can't roll out the 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 playing cards, the board game or the the fun game every single meeting. But think about if, especially if you're in control of a meeting or have an input on how it happens. If you can gamify part of your zoom meeting, if you can um, just do something different with it, instead of like just a bunch of people talking and spouting off information, then do it. I mean, there's games you can play that, you know, whether we're talking tri- trivia trivia um, or whatever it is um, just make it, make it not people talking at each other all the time and, and, and put some, you know, get the activities going. Right. So, I mean, listen, something as small as instead of like, here's a common scenario, right? Well, we're here to discuss, whether we should have fish sticks in the cafeteria, which I don't know why you'd be discussing that on zoom. Um, since <laughs> you probably don't have a cafeteria if you're working from home, but I don't, it popped into my head. So let's go with it. So instead of like, you know, the awkward, does anyone have any comments? And then you, you kind of get the crickets and that one person talks and then someone's dog barks and all the fun stuff that happens. Right. You know, break it out to small groups and, you know, small group discussions in the zoom breakout rooms or, um, you know, if going on the cafeteria theme here, get a poll going, right? And not just like the zoom built in software. Like I use Kahoot K A H O O T um, Kahoot. Um, It's a great sort of trivia software game. You can easily incorporate into your meetings, but whatever it is, build in the activities, have people draw things in their seats, have people stand up, um, whatever it is, make it fun. Uh, uh, Make it really fun. And, as as fun as you can, you know, gamify it, do what you can to make it not seem like a Zoom meeting. I can tell you breakout rooms and just little fun activities, people drawing things and showing them on camera, whatever it is, breaks the monotony, breaks the energy. And because when it's just about information and repeating information and regurgitating information, it just looks like one big boring lecture. So break it all up. Let people have fun. All right. Number eight. When we're talking about Zoom, then I want you to think about think about your family. Okay, um, I kind of repeated that a little bit, anyways. Um, so, I, listen, everyone's talking about Zoom as, as in a business context, but hey, family, friends, loved ones, coworkers—you actually like to talk about use Zoom. Uh, building off my last point about for fun, use it as a way to connect for, with people you care about, people that give you energy. Um, you know, again, not back to back necessarily, but really use it to connect uh, with those that are around you, man. Get faces out there. And if, if not Zoom, then try using you know Use your FaceTime, use your, your WhatsApp, use something else that's not Zoom per se, uh, and, and just but use these online softwares, these video conferencing softwares, these video technologies, it's a way to connect with people that you that you love, that care for you, that give you energy, uh, because it's really important for for your health. It, again, it changes the context. A lot of Zoom uh, fatigue. Part of it is, is just the context in which it's used, and if that, that context is used the same every single time, that's where the fatigue sets in. So, use it as a way to connect with family. Number nine. Here's the last one, and I want you to think about your setup. Okay. So think about your office. Basically what I'm what I'm trying to say is think about your office and your chair, but thinking about use zoom in comfortable settings. I mean, whenever you can listen, there is that there's always those formal meetings where you got to have, you know, at least a dress shirt, no one's wearing pants anymore. Right. Uh, But you know, you, you got, you're going to be there and and you got to sort of represent, but you know, in a lot of times, listen, sit on a couch, find a comfy chair, the floor, a beanbag, lay down, I don't know, whatever works. You know that some meetings you need to be present and fully engaged. Other Zoom meetings are more like, you know, especially professional development stuff. It can be more web- webinar-based or, you know, they're, again, they're repeating info to you. You kind of have to be there to get the info. Be comfy. I, you know, sat in on a very ed- educational webinar the other day. I was on, on building YouTube, my YouTube channel. And it was great. It wasn't interactive, though. I knew it wasn't interactive. I mean, it was very much the presenter just talking. And there were times for questions. But, uh, you know, especially if they turn off the cameras and the mics and, and all that stuff, I just basically just laid on my couch and had the laptop next to me should I want to pick it up and type something. But I just used it as a way to relax and, and, and listen to the audio and, and be present, but also not be feeling like I had to be glued to the monitor and... Yeah, that's that's what works for me, uh, and I felt it was it was interesting. I actually enjoyed the webinar more uh, than before, and I kind of had the, the the laptop set up in a way that if I wanted to, you know, turn my head to see the slide if I felt I needed to, it was there. But for the most part, I just sort of relaxed. And so the background, the setting, the setting you're in when you're having these Zoom meetings is important. Again, when it's not required or you don't feel like you need to be formal, you know. Go for the comfort factor. Have have a couple of rooms in your house. Here's another bonus content: and you know, zoom in different places in your house if you're able to, uh, because it does change the monotony. But I I would build on that and say, make sure the places you change it to are comfortable and inviting and warm for you. With maybe the exception of like the one business place, or you can transform one room into the business Zoom room when you need to uh, for the serious stuff. But the rest of the time, go for comfort because it makes a huge difference. So. Those are my nine steps or my nine tips, nine plus, I probably could have made that list like 13 or 14 with some of those points, but uh, nine, nine ways to, to beat Zoom fatigue. And to recap them, number one, just remember, ask yourself, do you even need to have a Zoom meeting? Is it a thing or are you just sort of adding to your, your calendar for no reason? Number two, shorten meetings and give back time. All right. You don't need to meet for as long. If it ends early, please give people back the time. Don't try and fill the time. Number three, build breaks in between your Zoom meetings. It's really important to recharge, rejuvenate, and take care of yourself. Number four, sometimes you just got to say no. Hey, I ain't doing the Zoom thing. Not my thing today. Sorry. Number five. Pick one meeting. Don't try to go to three Zoom meetings at once. So, you know, when your Zoom meetings overlap, don't feel obligated that you have to hit everything. Um, be present in one meeting is going to be way better for your mental health and focus and trying to be present in three me- present in three meetings. Um, number six, um, consider having a phone call and audio chat instead, especially for, for informal meetings. You don't always need the Zoom. The, the audio will break up the monotony. Um, number seven, make it fun right? Think less lecture, more fun, more activities. Number eight, incorporate family into the Zoom and digital conferencing, digital conversation experience as much as you can, because it changes the type of meeting you're having on Zoom, also will change how you view Zoom. And of course, um, my last last point was make sure you have, number nine, that you have your Zoom set up in a few different locations in your house, uh, if possible, and to make sure that you know that sometimes your your surroundings are comfortable, right? So don't always worry about the stuffy office chair. Get the beanbag chair. Get the sofa. Sit on the dog. Don't sit on the dog. Wh- whatever, whatever. If your dog likes you to sit on it, sit on the dog. Mine will not allow that. Um, but do just make yourself comfortable. Is my point. Grab a tea. Grab a hot chocolate. Whatever it is, and enjoy it. Um, and that will help you out. Those are the nine 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 recommendations. I said nine like four times. Nine recommendations to get you through zoom fatigue that's the show this week what techniques do you have to fight zoom f- t- t- fatigue please put them in the comments section please email me at paul at r- paulartali.com and remember like i said at the top of this show we are looking at building a work-life balance community i need your input to make this community really hit home For those who are having trouble with work-life balance, burnout, changing their careers, getting unstuck in their lives, managing their, you know, managing time, managing commitments, whatever it is, whatever is draining on your work-life balance, I really want you to think about uh, doing this interview. It would be super helpful to me and not just to me on a personal level, but as I'm able to build this community, build this course and help others out, your input will help others as well fight work-life balance issues, especially in this time. That's the show. Go after your goals harder than you did the week before. That's the mantra. Go after it, folks. I'm here to help. Enjoy your week. Hit hard.